0: I'm Gonzalez, repentant sinner, and along with Amity Armstrong, your heavenly host, I invite you to find a place in the pew for today's Painless Sunday School lesson, Without Works.
1: This week, we'll talk about hypocrisy in the church and continue with our conversation about the most problematic declarations of a problematic saint in The More You Know. But first, we're going to discuss some current hypocrisy, ethics in journalism, and leaps of logic in Not Necessarily the Good News. I'm going to tell you a story and take you on a journey. Would you come with me? I'm
0: ready. I'm ready for the journey.
1: When we were discussing what these... We know we're doing a Paul Mm -hmm. series. What are we going to pair with it? And I saw the headline... Catholic leader whose organization voted to deny Biden communion caught using gay dating app. It was an upworthy headline. I'd seen that. I mentioned it to you. Mm-hmm. We decided we'd talk about it. Generally, uh, over, the, the overarching uh, facts of the story are that Monsignor Jeffrey Burrell, the, s- the General Secretary of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, had uh, led the charge to deny President Biden communion for his abortion stance. Now this was not backed by the Pope and mm-hmm. the Vatican, so it didn't. It has not gained any kind of foothold. But they were bandying it about a couple, of, like last right. in the last month or so. And so I decided to research the story. Upworthy is not a source per se, so I decided to go to and entertainment look video. for exactly for other information. Uh, when I did a basic search, uh, I got a couple of Wall Street Journal articles. Ah. One was an opinion, and one was just a straight article. So, what is the slam to the Wall Street Journal? I'm about. To, I was literally just about to get okay, there. I'm sorry. Uh, and. In the Wall Street Journal, uh, one of the lines in the article, not in the opinion, was referred to, quote, conservative Catholic publication, the pillar. Now, Mm. the Wall Street Journal is a conservative publication. Uh, I couldn't read the entirety of the opinion piece because they wanted me to subscribe to the Wall Street Journal, a thing that I will never do. So I wasn't able to read that whole thing. But I did go find... The Pillar, which is the publication that outed the Monsignor. Uh and a couple of things stood out from the first article that they published back it uh the article is entitled Pillar Investigates US C C B Sec Burl resigns after sexual misconduct allegations. Now they are the ones that are making the allegations <laughs> so that's a passive voice in an article that uh without this journalism or this this uh article being written this incident wouldn't have happened because nobody was looking into the monsignor's right. personal life uh except the pillar uh writers so uh they t- you know two things sort of stand out in this pillar article other than the fact that they are passively putting themselves outside of the action of we investigated the monsignor and now he has stepped down which is the yeah. a- an act would, would have been an accurate title which is the repeated phrase it's repeated in the article at least three times Quote, according to commercially available records of app signal data obtained by the pillar they say that repeatedly because there have been several stories about this pillar article in, and that includes washington or i'm sorry wall street journal articles uh indicating that it's unclear how the how the pillar got this information and whether it was ethically okay, journalistically, ethically, ethically sourced, okay right. to do yeah. that, uh, they keep saying it's commercially available, which means you can buy it.
0: Right. That okay. doesn't
1: mean it. you should buy it, especially as a quote-unquote journalistic exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but further down the article, there's also a lengthy section written... Supposedly, in relation to um the monsignor's position, which was to be working on several uh sort of moves by the church to crack down on child abuse within the church, but they're clearly that's ostensibly why they're writing these these th- there's a lengthy section where they Basically, are just writing to conflate homosexuality with pedophilia.
0: All
1: right. I'm going to read a couple of little... Uh, this is from the Pillar article. The use of location-based hookup apps has, in recent years, presented challenges to the church's child's protection efforts. This comes apropos of nothing mm-hmm. in the middle of this article. It continues... There is no evidence to suggest that Burl was in contact with minors through his use of Grinder. That's the end of the thought. That should be mm. the end of the thought. The next sentence is, But any use of the app by the priest could be seen to present a conflict with his role in developing and overseeing national child protection policies. W- why? Now, Grinder <laughs> is
0: restricting this to people who are over 18.
1: Uh, we should say yes. n- there is a later article, or a later part in the article, uh, let me quote that. The Grinder app says it does not prefer, per, uh, permit minors to use the platform, and it requires users to input a date of birth while creating a profile. But beyond a user supplied date of birth, the app does not require users to prove they are over 18. This is true of Grindr. It's also true of Tinder any, any and dating literally app or, every mm-hmm. dating app that there is. Uh, they do not require you. T- I think Raya actually might require you to prove who you are because that is the one that is for famous and rich people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't want scrubs on <laughs> on the platform. It it is it is pretty rich for these quote-unquote journalists Mm -hmm. to continually rely on the phrase commercially available to say it's totally fine that we got this user uh, data from an app that is i would say that there's probably a fairly large proportion of people who use the grinder app who don't want other people to know that they're using the grinder app and that's Fine. So there now Grindr is looking into how this information got was obtained, out yeah. was obtained. Um it's but a
0: violation then, certainly of privacy, and I don't think it was probably
1: restricted to the one person. Probably not. Um which you know everybody who's on Grinder right now is like right. just apropos of nothing, talking about how though there's no proof that he hooked up with minors I don't know. He might have hooked up with minors. It's real gross. Well, there's, a, the,
0: again, that association of homosexuality with pedophilia. Um, and then there look, there just seems to be a lot of bad here.
1: Yeah. And then there's...
0: His like, position is bad to start with because it's po- hypocritical. Yes. Um, and that he took part in this <laughs> even...
1: Yeah. The, the, yeah. He made a vow. Mm-hmm. This, is, this goes back to sort of, it's the vows, right? Mm-hmm. He made a vow to be uh, celibate. Right. Uh, I think, uh, and we've had a conversation about this before, but mm-hmm. I would—I
0: well,
1: would argue that the celibacy rule for the clergy and the Catholic Church is—it um, does not spring from anything but the church's greed. It came about in the middle of the forming of the church. It's mm-hmm. it's not a thing that's been codified since the beginning. Right. I think it is outdated. I think it is dangerous. I think it only hurts the clergy and by extension the parishioners of said clergy. Well, it certainly hurts
0: the, the morale of the clergy and it also leads to um, people not taking the vows. It's not the issue inside of something like the Anglican or the Episcopal Church right. where people can have families and at the same time serve in a sacerdotal function
1: yeah i would like to have a conversation at some point about the word love in the bible Mm -hmm. and how the word love in english is uh, inadequate and problematic because the in the pillar article they talk about how the relationship that the clergy is supposed to have with the church is Mm -hmm. one of a spousal relationship, is a spousal relationship, which makes zero sense. Uh, uh, Anybody's relationship with the church is not going to be spousal. And if you think that it is, you don't understand what a spousal relationship well, it is. It creates
0: a relationship that's uh, it's trying to fit a single relationship into all these parameters where it doesn't necessarily fit. And it also And like creates Greek has, you know. Right. Eros.
1: Yes. All of the. Philos, you know, friend love. Right. Family love. Which are the terms lo- that are like, used often in the Bible. The more love. Right. Like love between man and woman or woman and woman, mm-hmm. man and man. Romantic well, love. Romantic love. Yes. Um, sibling love. Mm-hmm. Friend love. Uh, love of nation. Love of mm-hmm. country. Love of religion. Love of God. All of these are different things. And yes. because English only has the one word for love, we really. Really try to pack a lot into that, and we get confused because those things are different. Those mm-hmm. are different feelings and emotions. It's different. It's just different, y'all. It's different. I understand that nuns get a church, a ring from the church, and now they're married to Jesus. <laughs> It, but they are human beings with sexual all sorts of identities. And problems
0: and the thing is what it will again it's not saying that they're all people with sexual identities because that's something that we've learned too
1: no, however well, if, they all have sexual identities, they if, could be asexual, and that's fine
0: if this is the only persons who can safely apply inside the church, if a person is using. Uh, they're vowed to hide their sexual feelings or sexual preferences. Mm-hmm. That's damaging, and it's mm-hmm. dangerous to the person as well.
1: It's dangerous to that, yes, that clergy member, and it, mm-hmm. they they it creates then creates a
0: situation where they then commit sin, unquote, uh, to uh, or they violate those vows. Right. Uh, to be able to express themselves because of the feelings they have that they're trying to suppress through taking these vows in the first place. And then you know
1: that they've got guilt and things coming Mm -hmm. into their dealings with their parishioners. Like, they're not at 100% because they've been asked to either deny Mm -hmm. or hide and cover up a big part of who they are. And it's just, it just doesn't make any sense. But this story, like I was like, I started with, haha, that's what you get. That is where I started Mm. with. I, I hate that that's where I started, but it it was very much like the hypocrisy of the GOP who are, you know, legislating against gay people and transgender people while hooking up in bathrooms Mm. and, you know, cheating on their wives. Uh, and when they get caught i have a little bit of schadenfreude that's where my schadenfreude comes from i don't normally i'm not a misery loves company person or a or a a person who revels in other people's misfortune or um anything bad that happens to them but if you are actively hurting a group and then you are outed as a member of that group i feel good about that because it feels like now the rest of the people in that group understand where that hate was coming from. <laughs> and it, cho- it puts a mirror back on society of, hey, maybe we don't need to cause people to hate themselves so deeply that they want to destroy an entire population. Like, what a thought. Uh, but this Pillar article feels very icky to me. The way that they got the information and the way that they present the information feels... Inappropriate, mm. unethical, probably hypocritical in and of itself. Oh no, it is. Uh, so I'm going to put uh, in. I'm going to put links to these different articles uh, so that people can judge for themselves. But I, I don't think that the pillar is doing God's worth. Mm-hmm. here, I would say. Well,
0: it seems like they're trying to get ahead of an accusation of hypocrisy by being hypocritical. And the fact that the only association they're drawing to this i mean there's no uh there's no kind of compassion towards this person who obviously is hiding their own nature, yeah and probably deeply wounded themselves again, it's hard to feel sympathetic for this person because yeah. what they're doing effectively is uh persecuting others who have the same feelings right and
1: right but the other sure side is... out in a
0: position of terror to, and fear
1: to 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 say to out this person as as homosexual or as engaging in homosexual acts He he's also they pinged his phone going to gay bars like it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of uh
0: i'm just wondering how he managed this being a public figure i uh, i don't know i, I presume he wasn't wearing his collar no, at a I'm lot sure of the, you know what i
1: mean like I, and how public, I didn't, I don't know this dude's face. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that he, but it's a not like he's the in ministerial president.
0: duty meets a lot of people. That's why I'm That's saying true. that That's it could very well be that, you know, but I, I think that, um,
1: yeah, I, I. But to then say, oh, he has these homosexual tendencies or he's engaged in this homosexual activity. And it's possible he might be a pedophile.
0: Right.
1: Like, just what? No, right. get that right out of your mouth. It's possible the, this that anybody equation might be is, a
0: pedophile. That's what yeah. is... There it seems to be this weird conception that somehow homosexuality leads to pedophilia and heterosexuality doesn't.
1: Yeah, which uh, I promise you as... Well, look at the sexualization of young girls mm-hmm. in, our, in our country. Like, it's pretty clear that right. that is oops, um, patently false. There mm-hmm. are countdown clocks to when actresses to hit the age of 18 like we sexualize young girls constantly Mm -hmm. and and young girls are sexually assaulted by adults oh i'm gonna go with literally every minute of the day Mm -hmm. uh and and that's heterosexual right and and we don't we don't call out men nearly as much as we should for all all manners of sexual assaults heterosexual men uh well, hopefully that'll change. But for whatever reason, yes, the... I don't know if it's the just the fact that people knew the acronym NAMBLA and...
0: Mm-hmm. They drew that association in this and, article?
1: And, no, they didn't. But I'm just saying, because that is a cultural touchstone, mm-hmm. This this equation of gay people homosexuals with pedophilia specifically men it's almost never women you never mm-hmm. see the old lesbians are preying on the young girls mm. that's not a that's not a trope that we see typically uh it, it's very it's very strange and it needs to stop because there is not I do not believe that there is any kind of corollary between homosexuality and pedophilia. And certainly not the way that...
0: Well, this is just a sort of a random association that was drawn in in order to cast further aspersions on this man's character, which didn't need any further aspersions, frankly. He failed in the functions of his job, but then at the same time we have to think about how the job itself is putting unrealistic expectations on some people. And... Those people shouldn't be in the clergy itself, and the nature of the clergy needs to change, yeah, but yeah. um, no but yeah. yeah,
1: and this I like this article just randomly in the middle of it, this long article about mm-hmm. this this man and his use of this gay dating app here's as here's a paragraph totally like in the middle mm-hmm. of this very long article. The age of consent varies among states. In 13 states, the age of consent is 18, but many others, including Nevada and Maryland, it's 16. The church's penal law, in the church's penal law, a minor is classified as anyone under the age of 18, and sexual contact below that age is treated as a reserved delict or a major crime in mm-hmm. canon law. I don't know why we need an age of consents uh, paragraph in the middle of this story of a grown man using a. Right. Dating app. What, what what are we talking about here? What is this for? Other than so that people read this story and just presume, pedophilia! Hmm. For what? I, I don't understand it. Stop it, QAnon. Stop it. And also, like I said, if the Wall Street Journal refers to you as a conservative publication, that's that's wild. So... Everybody, be conscientious in your journalism. Do not, do not conflate homosexuality with pedophilia. And for the love of Pete, let the clergy get married and have full lives. Well, even beyond
0: that, going to the original issue that attracted your attention to the article, there, this group of clergy had no right to deny someone communion. Making restrictions that Jesus Christ didn't make.
1: No, he seemed very much like a, Repu- a Republican representative just mm-hmm. saying, you know, we're going to string him up. Like, but you tra- don't have any say to do that. It's not it within your purview it's, to do you it. You don't have the power you to, do it, the power to do it. You don't have the power to do simply
0: making some sort of public declaration. It's virtue signaling.
1: It's virtue. That was virtue.
0: Uh, uh, to a crowd who believes this is virtuous. And yeah. uh, it's not. But to...
1: So Biden, get right. your communion on. Yes,
0: absolutely. I don't understand how anybody denies that. That's just uh, wrong. only the Pope. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. right? But or even but in, in the larger context of the Christian Church, no one's supposed to. Um, but yes, there are rules within an organization. Like I where feel like excommunication's
1: can, the only way, right? They can
0: like, deny you uh, communion to be served communion, if, but you. I don't think it's done anymore. I I honestly don't think that it's It did
1: feel like a very Mm -hmm. old-school punishment. Right. Like, well, you don't get any snacks then. (laughs) Like, wait a minute, what?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was very... I mean, it goes to the heart of what it means to be Christian, taking communion. And maybe at some point we'll have to describe that in further detail. But um, that's why it seems really morally wrong, because you oppose the other person's point of view to say um, that uh, that they, they're going to forbid that person from taking it. Yeah. Because this is about your relationship with God even more than it is about your relationship with the church.
1: And now, some discrimination from St. Paul. We, at Without Works, would like to say that we do not endorse any of the following opinions expressed by Paul, or for that matter, the Old Testament authors we will be quoting.
0: What informed Paul's negative opinions of homosexuality as a legitimate way to express love? We know that he was a conservative who wanted to uh, anchor the new faith in the Old Testament tradition. There are several verses in the Old Testament about the sin of homosexuality. For instance,
1: If a man also lie with mankind, as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Leviticus twenty thirteen. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind; it is abomination. Leviticus eighteen twenty two. We really uh, didn't want to no. vary up our message or our wording. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. Add to this nearly
0: identical stories in both Genesis nineteen one through eleven and Judges nineteen sixteen through twenty four, involving roving gangs of homosexual rapists who prey on men traveling from city to city. In both cases the travelling men are sheltered by righteous elders, who offer their virgin daughters to the hateful mob in an attempt to placate their needs. In one case the mob is stopped by angels. In the other, the rapists accept the travelling man's offered concubine and rape her to death.
1: Hold on, I need to take a I, I wanna I wanna say something right now. Okay. Rapists are rapists it's not about sex it's about violence if they'll take just whoever these are just violent criminals we don't have to pin homosexuality on them, they're just violent criminals
0: the idea I think to a lot of conservative people is that this is the association with homosexuality that they have, both in Sodom and also here which happened later the story in Judges which is a horrible, horrible story—the endless cycle of kings that follow the Book of Judges take turns indulging and preventing idol worship, and encouraging or punishing the male and female prostitutes who were a part of those idol-worshipping rites.
1: Like uh, the golden calf idol worship—that kind of thing.
0: The rolling calf.
1: Golden calf. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> golden calf. Yes. Um,
1: so sometimes they made a big gold idol and then put. Some sex workers at the bottom of them, so well, for partying?
0: The, um, remember that there, well, there's a lot of reasons why there were sexual rights involved in worship. When the people of Israel came into the promised land, the land that was promised to Abraham, they came after their long imprisonment in Egypt, yep. uh, their period of slavery. So when they came back, these, these uh, areas were inhabited by other people who were pagan worshippers, who worshipped in groves, who often had sexual rights. So, under the leadership of Joshua, who was uh, Moses' uh, general, I was going to say friend, which he was as well, they pushed out many of the existing tribes. Right. uh, Which is a practice that apparently... R.E.
1: Palestine. Go ahead. ...is still being done to
0: this day. (laughs) But they had very little similarity culturally to those groups. The unfortunate part is through the entire Book of Judges and through the Book of Kings we're reading stories about this sort of recidivism where people began to take up the local rights and so there was a great association with
1: prostitution and sex work as involved with... Uh, Fertility rights and... And worship. And worship, okay. All right. Yeah, there's sex magic and things like that. In those, yes. Yeah.
0: And more often this, the idea was with such low birth rates among men and women that it served a purpose uh, of just creating some sort of diversity in a group that didn't have
1: it. Right. And also, like, that's one of the reasons that, like... like spilling your seed on the ground, or masturbating, right. was or sort of outlawed. in many which cases. Because we need your se- your sperm to go inside of a lady and make mm. more babies, because right. there aren't enough of us. That there is what it was for. There are of us we
0: are going to be overwhelmed
1: by the surrounding tribes. Y'all, guess what? There are enough now. There are enough.
0: Okay, so all of this, especially the last part that we mentioned uh, about idol worship, explains why Paul, in the book of Romans, concludes that idol worship is the cause of homosexuality and describes this as part of the his uh, construct on the origin of sin.
1: Okay, I'm going to read a long section here. Was this also uh, from some sort of solicitation letter that he was writing?
0: This is from the same book of Romans, and we're going to get So into that it episode. is.
1: So he is writing to church
0: leaders. He's writing to church leaders uh, in order to, again, establish what he feels the rules of the new church should be. Because remember, what you really want to think about in terms of what Paul is doing is, Jesus leaves behind these teachings. Yes. And as we've read of Jesus so far, you understand that he was not big on rules.
1: He was a hippie, yo?
0: He replaced Ten Commandments with Two Commandments.
1: And they have a very love, wide love, 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 reading. Love. But mostly it was about love your neighbor, love I mean, your enemy. Words for love is in Aramaic, because he spoke Aramaic, right? He
0: spoke Aramaic, yes. And he also spoke other languages, it seems to be, because he communicates mm-hmm. very clearly with both Romans and Greeks. Um,
1: so, so, yeah, he was using the word love, probably all different words for love. Right. One I'm curious the, uh, to know what, what those words might and have and been. He did
0: understand Greek. Um, but anyhow, that's that's another matter.
1: All right. So, okay. Yes, so I will, is, I will read this section. This I just is, wanted to see what right. the context was. Now it's in the Bible, and so it's the word of God, except mm-hmm. it isn't the word of God. It's the word of Paul, who was trying to set up some rules. Mm-hmm
0: and also appeal to conservative elements in the church to give him money so he could go on a missionary trip to to Spain.
1: Okay. But God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Yes, they knew God, but that would but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools, and instead of worshipping the glorious ever-living God, they all sh- they worshipped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their heart desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshipped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men, and as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things they should, that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, mal- malicious behavior, and gossip. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning, and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, break their promises, are heartless, and have no mercy. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. Romans one eighteen to 18-32 This reads like a man who's been bullied by people who are having more fun than he is.
0: Um, so, well, there's some very important things to notice about the way that he describes what, um, a, what, what, uh, teacher explained to me, as the downward spiral of sin. Okay. He starts with idol worship. Yeah. Then immediately goes into homosexuality as a result of idol worship and rebellion against God. It starts with women practicing homosexuality, yeah. and then that infects the men. And then it leads to behaviors that are so um, small to us, like gossiping, yes. that... I don't see. I, well, I'm not sure exactly where the scale of the sin begins because here, he's describing how idol-worshiping leads to lesbianism, then leads to male homosexuality, and then leads to disobeying your parents.
1: Yes, like it,
0: it's it creates all of the. Um, the rebellions
1: that we see against God in culture. But also he's talking about how they know they're not supposed to do this, but they're doing it anyway. And I'm like, well, if they've turned their back on God, they don't believe that his justice is going to come for them. Right. I don't even believe that these people exist. Like, I don't know who he's talking about. He might have been
0: talking about how, again, remember the sort of very conservative pharisaical culture that he's brought up in. And so having had these examples from scriptures of roving gangs of gay men or these Levitical um, proclamations against homosexuality on cause of death, I would point out that in both of the cases that we read about earlier, uh, those... um, are both male descriptions of male homosexuality. If a man lies with another man the way he's supposed to lie with a woman. Right. There's no mention here of homosexuality between women. No, Uh, but that that might also fall
1: into the same thing that we see in like art textbooks or history textbooks where they show art plainly of nude women in bed with each other Uh and they're just like, no one knows. (laughs) No one knows why they were together naked in bed. It must have just been a cold night. Like, okay, guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> Except also you, they could be. To living. his
0: mind, he actually equates it with a sort of. Remember, he's also coming from a tradition that believes that it was Eve's weakness that. Uh, yeah, drew he doesn't Adam like women sin. generally too, right? Like he. And so yeah, so what he's doing now is taking it a step further and saying, well, here homosexuality starts with women and then spreads to men and then infects every area of culture. So what we're, when we're describing this please don't think that we endorse this point of view. And we're not making an excuse for Paul's prejudice but perhaps giving a clue why he despised homosexuality.
1: There's a letter to the Corinthians where he says this Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin, or who worship idols, or commit adultery, or are male prostitutes, or practice homosexuality, or who are, or are thieves, or greedy people, or drunkards, or are abusive, or cheat... I'm sorry, what's that word? Cheat people. Oh, P-O. sorry. Or cheat people. None of these will inherit the kingdom of God. I thought that was all one word. <laughs> that was all this word. Some of you were once like that, but you were cleansed, you were made holy, you were made right with God by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. First Corinthians chapter six verses nine to eleven. To
0: Paul the practice of the homosexuality is a symptom of the wayward nature of mankind when they stray away from God's plan. And an open rejection of God's identity through its connection to idolatry. So homosexuality, again, here is causing other kinds of sin. It's at the root of what's wrong with other parts of the culture. And again, the things that he he that mentions seems here
1: so backwards and contrary.
0: people who are abusive or who cheat people. Yeah. And, but it starts Thieves. with right sexual sins like committing adultery, the undefined sexual sin. Uh, and then male prostitution.
1: Which is so odd. Female so, prostitution. Fine. Right. Male, male prostitution, prostitution or
0: those who practice homosexuality. Which is an interesting reading because I'm wondering if that means homosexuality in the broader sense, or again, it's restricting it towards men. It, and he lived in a very male-centric culture. He so did,
1: it, and it but it really feels like I got cheated by a by a gigolo. He beat me up. And now I am railing against homosexuality. Like, it just, it feels very personal to him. It's like Dante's Inferno. <laughs> when, when he sends particular he's people like to hell. When particular people are in particular Send places, and guy. he rails on them. And it's like, I mean, it's your book, dude. Like, you could write whatever you want, but, like, we see what you're doing here, and it's kind of petty. It's sort of obvious. Understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers for murderers, the sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. 1 Timothy uh, chapters 1, verses 8-10 through 10. That sounds so much like a white person in a jail cell just going, people like me don't belong here. Right. Like, what? Well, What we saw in the earlier... Uh, Laws are only for the unlawful. Like, at a certain level, at right. a certain class level, you could just do whatever you want. But, like, if you're the rabble, I need you to line up. <laughs>
0: what well, we've talked about, especially when we discussed vessels of wrath, how that sort of fits into his concept of the the universe, that there are just some people who are just bad and there's nothing they can do to help it. Now, here he's extending in uh, the earlier citation in Corinthians. He's going on, well, some of you were like that too, but you've been washed and cleansed by Jesus Christ. Which again creates the, by contrast, saying,
1: well, you were filthy and dirty before, and look, yes. you've been washed clean. Yes. And this is, I think, the kind I thought of, Jesus coming to earth and dying for our sins was supposed to wash all of us clean.
0: That's the idea. Now, he's saying that that he's qualifying salvation as saying that's something that happens if you stop doing these other sins. You can't go on sinning this way. But again, it's his construct of the way that The domino effect of sin is very strange.
1: And he just keeps going back, oh, and the gays. Don't forget the gays. The gays are the worst. And it's like, the worst, though? Like, this feels like you're personally slighted by something happening here.
0: So, why did Paul add these condemnations when Jesus and the rest of his disciples did not? Paul seems to have felt that it was his job to place the new Christianity in the context of the Old Testament, the old religion try to make it acceptable to people coming from Judaism. The irony is that Paul's evangelism eventually spread outside of the Jewish communities and into Gentile groups.
1: Now, was he one of the proponents for the circumcision of the Gentile before no, becoming a Christian? No, as a matter a of Christian? fact, that's
0: where he made his stopping point, when some of the Jewish Christians kept insisting that, uh, that Gentile Christians converting, or Gentile uh, Christians... Observe Jewish dietary laws and be.
1: Dietary laws and the, and the circumcision. circumcision.
0: To which he said, very. And again, that's the, the difficulty with St. Paul, because sometimes he's very wise, <laughs>
1: and then sometimes he's he did utterly it. foolish. You know what it is? Well, he, was, he was Jewish, right? right? So he was circumcised. Right. I was going to say he just didn't want to do it himself. Well, <laughs> but the, that wasn't a concern. The issue is that he says, and at one point he was responsible
0: for personally circumcising some of the grown adults in his congregation. And that became an issue for him because they were resenting the fact they had to have this as grown people.
1: It seems horrible, especially then. Right. It's not like there was you know, antibiotics. It's not like
0: people believed in antibiotics. People
1: knew what germ theory was. It seems like a, mm-hmm. a, I, You know where I don't want any kind of infection Right there as a well, grown adult. Think
0: about it. Um, As mm-hmm. recently as the uh, documentaries we've seen about the Civil War, there was a great deal of controversy about the use of antiseptic mm-hmm. uh, methods, including Absolutely. tools. and So that was within a few hundred years, much less 2,000 years. So it wasn't always safe, uh, which might account in some ways for some of the low birth rates we were talking about. But um, the uh, the idea is that even though he was trying very hard to appeal to Jewish congregations, he eventually just rejects them, rejects them entirely and starts moving in the direction of the Gentile church because that seemed to be the part that was the population that was growing. Um, and he will discuss later his kind of anger towards the Jewish Christian church. Episcopal Bishop John Shelby Sprong has written on the idea that Paul himself was a homosexual man and that he struggled with his own urges, and that was the basis for his writings, excluding them from salvation in the new religion. Bishop Sprong's writings were inspired by theologians like uh, Arthur Darby Nock, who visited the idea of St. Paul as a struggling gay man. There is no actual evidence to support the idea that St. Paul was gay. This is a concept that we must acknowledge in discussing him, but there is no biblical or extra-biblical historical source that supports the theory. Well,
1: of course not. Right. But, (laughs) I mean... The people who put the Bible together seem to put a lot of stalk into his words, they're not going to go ahead and then undermine them by putting that in. And that
0: brings up another point. Other scholars have felt keenly that the contradiction we brought up last week, the same man who wrote such powerful passages about the love of God, could not be the same man who wrote hurtful passages condemning sexual choices that are out of people's control. The idea to them is that these passages were added by translators and some early churchmen, that they were inserted into the doctrine and this is the reason why it seems really un- incongruous, excuse me, why it seems incongruous that the person who wrote the love chapter in the Bible is the same
1: person who wrote but the homosexuals a- are responsible for everything. was also the person who wrote God just made some people he don't like. Right, and some people think that is an example. Oh, of, I, and they right. think that was added in as well? Right. They, oh, there interesting. A, an idea that he was Maybe closer. he had um, dissociative personality disorder. Maybe
0: he had multiple personalities. Our closing chapter, we're going to discuss how to try to reconcile the various personalities of St. Paul and the fact that because we have so much of his written material, you can see a very strange journey. I'm trying so hard to convince the Jews. I now the Jews mean nothing to me. All of the scripture I learned is fertilizer for me to grow. Literally Mm. says that. And that's the reason why, although there are many Jewish rabbis and scholars who respect Jesus, you will not find many Jewish rabbis and scholars who respect St. Paul because he ultimately rejects them in front of the Gentiles in a really kind of um, vituperative way. Maybe that's the best as a way to put it. So um, the idea is that those passages are cast were later added by translators and some early churchmen. That could be the case, but there's no proving it, at least not with the documents that we have on hand finding a very old manuscript without the anti-homosexual editions would be the only way to prove it. If you could find some manuscript that predates the composition of our current Bible, or the oldest Bibles that we have on hand, would be the only way to find if there actually was these insertions. And there have been been evidence that some of the things inserted into the New Testament were not there originally. Nothing that was significant or doctrine-changing so far, but That could be the case.
1: Interesting, yeah.
0: In the end, we can only accept that we have a stridently anti-gay Paul, who for his own reasons has excluded same-sex love from acceptable expression, even insisting that God has set up this rejection. Of course, as we learned last time, this was the same man who insisted that some people were vessels of wrath, created by God to demonstrate his redemptive or his punishing power. If we accept all scripture as infallible, then we have to accept... Paul's statements as part of the faith. This prejudice is is not only justified, but endorsed by God. If we say that Scripture is only right when divinely inspired, how do we make that distinction between inspired and uninspired?
1: Well, if it was written to raise money, it was not inspired by God. So I will share with you... Unless God is money, in which case we have a bigger problem. He
0: is to some people. I know. Now, I will share with you my personal thoughts. This is not a revelation from Jehovah. Give me, give me, give me. Maybe there's another way to look at it. Maybe as Christians, like myself, we use the words of Jesus as a meter and measure all of the stories as consistent with the Spirit of Christ's teaching. If we look at the scriptures through a Christ-powered lens, we see where an apostle's personal opinions or struggles made it into the work. Jesus had nothing to say about homosexuality. Uh, Jimmy Carter made an interesting point. But he said that there were homosexuals in Jesus' time. Of there course. had always been homosexuals. Of course. Yet he never saw fit to ever mention a word condemning them. That's true. Neither do any of the other disciples.
1: Who does he condemn? Who does Jesus condemn? Rich people. And.
0: Religious hypocrites. And? People who take advantage of
1: children. And? That's about it. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> right? That sounds good. So we're good. <laughs> so is do you think that that also might be why the, they conflate homosexuality with pedophilia so that they can get the Jesus in on it? Right.
0: So there could be some justification. Jesus rarely condemns anyone to hell. He says, quite famously, if a man harms a child, he should have a millstone tied around his neck and that, neck, that uh, millstone dropped in the ocean. Glove, glove, glove. He then goes on to say that much worse things will happen How do you know on what judgment the ocean day. was? Sorry. Well, he <laughs> lived by the sea.
1: Oh, did he? Okay. <laughs> right. All of his
0: disciples, well, not all of them, but many of them were fishermen.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he got to My place... My
0: bad. From, yeah, so it's not
1: like he was. We, we tend to have these images of the. Uh, de- big desert, no, right. nothing, nothing near it, no water, oasis sometimes. Right. That's it. Many camels. I am. Uh, woefully, geographically uh, hampered.
0: Right. Well, but you see his point. If we look at it the way that he was presenting the Gospels, or the way that he was presenting the Good News, and the way that his disciples were, at least the way that we have them passed down to us in the Scripture, it's often directly contradictory to what Paul was trying to institute. Because they were people who had lived under Judaism, the form of Judaism that existed at the time, not the form that exists currently. Mm-hmm. We have to make that distinction. Right. And they were being liberated from it, so they weren't anxious to wrap themselves back up in it or get the validation of the people who they saw execute Jesus. They didn't want the validation of the Pharisees. They saw the Pharisees kill Jesus. They saw the Pharisees kill many of the early church, including St. Stephen. Paul was there, but Paul kept trying to, again, the way that he did with... um with coming from a foreign country to learn under the most learned uh, pharisaical teachers in Jerusalem, like he was going overboard trying to get some sort of um, identification and recognition. That seemed to be the case. But again, we don't follow Paul, we follow Jesus.
1: That brings us to the end of this week's episode. If you like it, please subscribe and leave us a review. And share it with a
0: friend. We have an internet home withoutworkspodcast.com. Our show notes and links to stories we talk about can be found there.
1: We're also reachable at withoutworkspod at gmail.com, on Twitter at withoutworkspod, and on Facebook by searching Without Works Podcast. All that information is on the website, easily clickable links, so go on over there and have a look around. I've been Amity, he's been Lemuel, and we urge you to get vaccinated and do something good. Everybody's got a little light under the sun.